Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime here. MC here, and uh, today I have a special. I have another special guest with us today. Uh, Nick, aka Zombie Killer on Twitter. How you doing? I'm doing very well today. Have you been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, and where they can find you. Okay, well, uh, my name is Nick, aka ZombieKiller451, on my YouTube, YouTube channel, and, and also on uh, Twitter. So, uh, um, and in case you're wondering, and the, in the word killer, the two L's are ones, which I know is a little weird, it can be a bit confusing. But what I do is, uh, um, uh, YouTube as a, and Twitch as a hobby, I do anime content, like anime reaction content, and also gaming content, and just talk about my day, you know, talk, talk about anything that uh, seems interesting, or, or that, that brings up the hype, or anything like that, uh, so, um, and that's pretty much what I do. Okay. And on Twitch, I, and also on Twitch, I just play whatever seems fun, you know, if something's new, uh, something new out uh, that's awesome to play, or that's really hype, I'll try uh, check it out and play it, or just play old school games, like stuff from, uh, you know, stuff like the old days, like, I, don't, I can't really give an example, but yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's good. So that's where you can find Nick. That's what he does. Further further ado, this particular episode, we're going to try to focus on uh, Nick's portfolio of anime. So it's going to be Nick's anime watch list for this particular episode. So we're going to dive into his interests, see where he lies, and... Overall, see if we actually have, you know, diamond of rough type shows that normally don't appear on people's lists too often, you know? Mm-hmm. So, what's some of your anime watch lists you want the audience to know about? Well, um, I'd say for very underrated, because underrated animes... That I've seen throughout my years. Um, uh, for example, like one of my favorite underrated animes is a anime called The Seraph of the End. I love and, Seraph of the End. That was really good. Yeah, um, and like I love the what I really love the anime. Like I really love the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the creature like the the creature designs and the combat and, and everything like that. But what I love mostly about it is the animation, just the way they just the way they did it. Like, uh, at first, like, when you, you just look in the background, it's, like, hand-drawn slash hand-painted in the background, and then, like, somewhat computer-generated for the characters. Yeah. And it's the way they blended it all together. It's just, it's just amazing. So, I uh, would definitely recommend checking that out. It's 24 episodes long, and, this, and the story for it is good. Um, it may be a little a loss here and there, but trust me, it, it does pick itself up. Oh, yeah, it, it, it so. picks it up, you know, the two different sides, the humans and the vampires. Exactly, yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how one joins the other side and one joins the other, the other, the vampire side. Yeah. Now, that's as much as I want to say because it actually gets into more, which is basically we had the human faction and the vampire faction, mm-hmm. and the factions are in an endless battle for supremacy. Right. That's the best version as I can give without giving too much spoiling. So. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Um, I mean, it's slow building up points, but once you reach 
but they choose sides, you kind of really see the, the story change a little bit and actually turn to what the, you know, final episodes are about. Yeah. So it takes some time to build it up, but I think it's a good watch overall. Oh, yeah, big time. So, um, that's number one. Number two is, uh, um, which a lot of people may have already heard, but I haven't really considered watching it because mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh my god, it's another isekai. Um, uh, that's how I got, that, that's how I got reincarnated as a slime. Oh, uh, gosh. Again, it, it, <laughs> well, then, because I, what I love, especially in that anime, is not just the, not just like Rimuru or the, the main character, aka Rimuru, is like this old P guy, get, he got isekai to a fantasy world and like that. Um, uh, like, uh, what I love about uh, that's when cards is slime is the characters, the comedy, the story, and just, like, uh, just the overall adventure that you see Rimuru go on, and in order to protect his people and his, his, uh, city, in a way, uh, or his tribe, and, uh, it's, uh, it's really good. I honestly really do, only, I love the animation, like I said before, I love the story, especially about the characters, because they're so funny, they're so memorable. Like, there has been one character where I forgot their name when it comes to other animes. So, I would definitely be, I, I'd say give it a watch. It's really good. True. And also, that time I got reading on as a slime is actually a really good anime. For the simple fact that it's literally reincarnated as a slime in the title. So, if you want to have one of those titles that just tell you, like, basically the main premise, that is one of those titles. Yeah. But you also have to know that it doesn't really take the usual spin of uh, usual isekai for the simple fact that how you expect a slime to be powerful. Think right. about it. Like, if you don't give them an ability to stand, make them stand out, you don't really expect much of the slime. Right. But Rimuru, when he's actually coined his name, um, he has the ability Predator. And we see this in like the first episode. Predator allows him base you know to copy aesthetics of other creatures and maybe objects that have been eaten by him. So his abilities like uh, a glutton related power up like Mario eats the flower and he turns into has fire on him and stuff like that. So it really goes back to the the old what you eat is what you are what kind you of are thing. What you eat. Yeah. That's what you can say. So in Mumu's case, it is true. What he is, what he eats, is what he is. Because he can turn into that as well. Yeah. That's for transformation, though. Yeah. But you know, after gaining all these different abilities, he's able to come up with a list of like 50 different abilities just by absorbing other people's power uh-huh. but all become him because of the simple fact that their abilities are now his abilities so it's just it's one of those people that you can just all of a sudden add powers to your resume as you go with ease with relatively ease right so that's what kind of what I like about it it doesn't it doesn't focus too much on the regular trends of isekai but just more of you know what it, what's the hypothetical situation that women builds his own country for his own kind people right. that are understood misunderstood and everything else yeah busy just misfits yeah 
You know, the Island of Misfits, Misfits toys. Misfits. <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to know what that's from, it's from um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. It's from an old, I know it's not an anime, but it's an old, uh, it's an old um, Christmas special that we used to watch when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. No, we still watch it from time to time. So, yeah, I think I'll give a score. I will commend you on that time we got Winnie Kahn as a slime. So, I will commend Um, you on that one. Let's go to the next one. All right, um, our next one that is also kind of underrated is uh, By the Grace of the Gods. By the Grace of the Gods. All right. Yeah, so it's it's basically, again, it's another Isekai one, but it's a very laid-back Isekai. So like it's uh, like obviously you have another OP character, but there's no action. There's no like it, there's no action. There's no evil person to it. It's just a it's actually a very good relaxing anime to watch with your family. There's no cursing. There's no blood. No violence. Well, there's some bit of violence here and there, but uh, it's it's just a it's been it's just basically about a kid. I forgot what his name was. It has been a while, but uh, he just lives in the middle of the, of the forest, uh, living with slimes. And these slimes aren't intelligent. Like, they're somewhat intelligent, but they don't speak. Like, Rimuru, you know? They're just plain old slimes. But uh, um, the, uh, the, the kid, the, the oh, MC, he has the ability to tame slimes. So he studied these slimes through, like, the past 30 years, like, past, like, 15 years of his life. And uh, he knows everything about slimes. So, and he was able to create two, two new ones, which is um, scavenger slimes, and then there's clear slimes. And basically what clear slimes are is basically a built-in washing machine, but you know, slimy. And then the scavenger slimes uh, um, basically collect dirt, and they're able to fertilize, and all that good stuff. Wait, I so, think I've heard about this one. It's, yeah, it's, it's a very, very relaxing anime for you. I think I've heard about it because they go on the different slimes, different slimes do different things. Exactly, yes. Okay, what's with you and slimes? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm not like, uh, those are the last two things that have to do with slimes. That's it. I mean, why do you put slime back to back, though? That's kind of weird. I I don't know. You don't know, but you wanted to put them in the slime order. Okay. I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I just say it's a very good one to watch. Now, um, uh, I think the, I think the, this is my I think I think it's, actually I have two more. This is one more and uh, one more and uh, one more. And that's it. Like just two more. Um, another one is called uh, um, uh, uh, a restaurant to another world. And like I'm not sure if you heard of that one, but it's basically a I chill anime about, about food. Like I love I love my chill relaxing animes when it comes to like mm-hmm. uh, at, at times I do love animes with story. Don't get me wrong. But like at, at times, I just want to like after watching an anime that's like oh, but like say for Shonen, for example, I like I've seen like oh my god, it's hypeness and exhaustion and then like tears and emotion and all that stuff. I just want to watch an anime that's very laid back and chill, just to, like get a little break. So and uh, Restaurant to Another World is definitely one of them. Again, it's just about basically what the title says. It's a restaurant that goes to another world, and uh, he feeds all these like mythical creatures and all that stuff. So and the, I, I really love the characters. You you get to see their stories uh, as the episodes go on, and uh, it's just a that laid back anime that you should definitely check out. Okay, okay. I have a restaurant in another world. Is there another isekai? Technically, yeah. I mean, technically, yes. 
Do they go traveling because they have the secrets from the other world? Or is that how that work? Yeah, it's basically the door had the power, had the ability to transport, like transport to parts of the fantasy world. Well, okay, that's not Isekai. That, mm, that's not Isekai. Well, it it, it goes from place to place. Like it goes to the moon, then it goes back to Earth, and then it goes back to like the fort, like a fancy forest where there's elves and fairies and all that stuff. And mm. part, I don't know. Whatever. Just because you go to a different world doesn't mean it's Isekai. Okay. Because well, it's based on the Isekai list. Like, I looked it up. Look it up. It's I mean, okay, I'll take it that, but it's like Isekai-ish to me. Yeah. Eh, it's not like full on Isekai. Yeah. And then uh, the last one I would say is uh, uh, Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Chivalry of a Failed Knight. I think I yeah. heard about that. Uh, What's that one about? Thing I thought so about. it's a. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's basically um about a guy um who gets outcasted by his family because he's not he's he's not strong or he, or he doesn't have the ability as he as his family does. So yeah. he gets he gets abused, he gets cast out from his family because he's different and he all that stuff. But his grandfather, uh, who's a very famous samurai warrior, um. Uh, said hey it's okay to be different find your own style and so that's what he did he made up his own style so that he went to the school trying to become a knight in order to get recognized by his family um and and um all that stuff and like this his story is so great and there's this other girl um i forgot what her name was because it had like before it has been a while but basically they share the same room like a boy and a girl share the same room they both do have the had feelings for each other at first. Um, then they started hating each other, and they started loving each other again. So, uh, um, uh, it's very good. Like it's it's a, the, I love the animation style. The characters are very funny and very memorable. Um, uh, it's it, there is some itchy into it, uh, so I just uh, let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just I, I'd say give it a watch. It's really good. Gotcha, gotcha. Now. You got more on the list? Um, because I read animes, that's pretty much it. But uh, um, I want to go to my, my all-time favorites. Um, I would say, maybe this is overrated, but I have to say it, Naruto has always been my number one favorite. Um, it's the first anime that I've ever seen when I was a kid, back on Toonami. And uh, I just like, and it was during the um, Rockley versus, uh, Rock versus Gar fight. I was like, oh my god, this looks so cool, it's so awesome. So, and Back then, I didn't know what anime was. I thought it was just like another cartoon. So that was on that was on Toonami slash Cartoon Network. So, but then as I as I rewatched it years later, I was like, oh, so this is an anime. I was like, okay, that's cool. So, um, but I I love Naruto so much because uh, like it, I, the characters are just so like again the characters are so memorable. Um, I love it, Naruto's story so much. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's basically outcasted by the village because uh, he has a he has a demon fox inside of him, which basically could easily destroyed the uh, which could have easily destroyed the yeah. entire village. But, and uh, uh, the monster inside him, official uh, Thomas Jinjuriki, they host the uh, Bijus with inside of them. Bijus mm-hmm. are the most da- uh, nine of the dangerous spirits that lies around. They just wrath havoc on the villagers. Uh, consider his weapons and all this other stuff. Exactly, yes. 
And uh, I believe Division of Bijus and Villages Havid them was after the second Shinobi War? Great War? Yes. Yeah, so, the second uh, Shinobi War. They started negotiations, the and Bijus were war. used as one negotiation tool. Right. Even though they bring on peace, they still had a third Shinobi War. And then exactly, a fourth yeah. Shinobi War, which... Can we really call that a fourth Shinobi War? <laughs> it was during the Third Great Ninja War. Yeah. Like, it was basically when, like... Um, this basically happens in Shibuya as the Third Great Ninja War. Mm -hmm. But the second one is, like, uh, in the beginning of Naruto. No, Shippuden, towards the end, is the Fourth Great Ninja War. Mm. Oh, I was the third. Yeah, because uh, the Third, third, the third Shinobi War... Was uh, Kikashi's generation? Yes, you're right. My bad. Yeah, with Minato and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So okay, yeah, Naruto's a good list. I, I mean, it is on it's on a lot of people's lists. So you're not the only yeah. one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like I said, for it might, yeah. it might, people might think it's overrated and be like, "Oh, great, we have a Naruto Weaver here." So, I mean, I, I I had to give Naruto because I did a couple blogs with Naruto. I I literally just did the eyes of Naruto because there's so many eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to take that into account. It's like, well, if I'm gonna do all these uh, episodes about these a series about eyes, I guess eyes of Naruto is one of the weird entries in that list. So, um, sorry, go ahead. So it really goes to show you the multitude that the series had on people, even though Boruto is, like, going downhill. Oh, yeah. Uh, the anime's actually decent, I should say. Not but the anime's not bad. bad. The manga's just moving way too slow. Yeah. So that's why it's a 100-plus episode, because they have to make their own OVA content. Exactly, yeah. Which is not terrible. I mean, well, the, the author is now writing two different stories. Right. Like, because he has to give them a story. So, you know, they give them a plot and then they design the characters. So it's like, you're trying to work backwards, but you're also working forwards. But since the yeah. manga is moving so slow, you kind of get into that aspect. Well... When's the manga going to catch up with the anime? Or will the manga ever catch up? That's the thing, because it's only been like once a month. Yeah. You know. And, so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I tried my best to get into Porto. I just couldn't. For some reason. Ah! But. It's a lot of fellow. I do admit that. But, it's not a bad watch. I've been watching it every other episode. So yeah. when it comes on like Mondays or something like that, I watch it and then, you know, it's a lot of times before I go to work in yeah. the morning time. So I watch it and it's like, oh, okay, cool. I don't want to miss this episode, so let's make some time before I go to work. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, um, my second favorite anime, Berserk. That 1997 version. Hmm. Um, okay, like so you're into the, the dark fantasy. Interesting. I exactly. Medieval I've, uh, historical. I've always had a fetish, uh, sorry, um, keep interrupting you. 
Oh yeah, you're fine. Um, like I, I do love my dark fantasy psychological animes. Like those, my like besides, uh, like I'm a kind of genre list. Like I have uh, isekai, then dark fantasy slash psychological, then shonen, and then uh, sometimes rom- some romance, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, um, but like uh, I, I love uh, Berserk so much because, like, you just see this guy, and you guys never do what Berserk is. Um, it's basically about tragedy. Like, it's a, it's a, about a survivor named Guts who has been through so, so much. And uh, he, uh, like, he's, he was born from the corpse of his dead mother. Um, he, he was then rescued by a uh, camp, uh, uh, by a camp, you know, prostitutes. And then she died of the plague. Then yep. the, Gam, uh, the camp leader, Gambino, took him over and was just constantly abusing him over and over and over again and then um he killed him in self-defense and she just couldn't handle the abuse anymore so he ran to, on the he basically just uh, killed him in self-defense then mm-hmm. he ran uh, away from the camp from the mercenary camp uh, and uh, basically became a survivor pretty much half of his life until he met a uh, um a band leader named griffith who, who is the you know another group of mercenary, mercenary camp called the Band of the Hawk? Yeah. And they go on uh, massive adventures, and they survived so many survived so many wars and battles, and they single-handedly ended up ended up one hundred year war. So, but Griffith, like he's a very complex character, but you just love him so much. Like you yeah. love how creepy he is. Yeah. You, you cannot stop. You cannot stop but to like like him slash hate him. In a way. Yeah. And another uh, thing with Berserker is not only the dark fantasy really fuels the entertainment and the demons, the psychology and the supernatural, yeah. but you also dive into medieval Europe. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah. a lot of times with historical anime, they put it as a storyline with Berserk. It's like a, it's not even a storyline. It's literally integrated into the entire story. That's literally where it takes place. So you have some reminiscence of medieval events during that time. That's why it's also recognized as the historical anime as it is. And, uh, funny enough, when I was doing a panel of different anime genres, historical anime was really interesting because there's so many different types of historical anime. Yeah. Because you take war... Of any scale and any magnitude of different time periods, that's historical. Most historical is like medieval Europe, mm-hmm. uh, feudal Japan, and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you have Chinese origins as well. But you know, and the ancient, the Dark Ages as well. That's also another one that comes up a lot too. Yeah. But it, it really tells the story of what you know that period well what it's mostly as used as a case study to say yes this is medieval Europe this is some historical events that may be accurate but not everything is accurate because it's original canon and it's not original canon it's not part of the story necessarily yeah so now that's probably what historical fantasy stops in the historical genre so I will commend Bazooka for that. I really like yeah. that aspect too. Yeah, 
Like, I mean, there's been, there are a few other, you know, historical uh, animes that are yeah. pretty good. Like, Villain Saga, for example, is a yeah. good one. Um, like, I've, I've seen, like, half of the Villain Saga, and I really do enjoy it. And Yuyasha, and Yuyasha is, like, half modern, half feudal Japan. Yeah, but Yuyasha is another good one. Um, I think that's pretty much, like, I think that's the only uh, historical anime I've seen, yeah. to be honest. Oh, no, Blade of the Immortal I've seen as yep. well. Mm-hmm. So, that's an argument. So, it really goes to show you that the different genres impact what you watch sometimes. And Bazooka, yeah. FYI, uh, disclaimer, is very gory, very gory. If, if, yes, guys, if, if you guys look at, look into watching slash reading Berserk, it's very gory, very graphic. Grotesque. The, oh, the, the, just, the, yeah. just the panels and the art and just the story is just fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. You can't really get, like, to the nitty-gritty gore without Bazook coming to mind and other ones exactly. like Ultimate Hellsing and all this other stuff, too. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I actually want to take a quick moment to rest in peace, Kitaro Miro, for giving us Berserk. Yeah. So I just want to give a moment of silence for him. So. Right, so, you. what is the uh, next one on your list? Uh, let's see. The next one on the list... Um, I think. Um, oh, My Hero Academia is a good one. Mm. Like I, I haven't seen a new season yet. Uh, MHA. Uh, mm. I really need to get back. I need to get back watching it. But seasons one through four is, is amazing. Like obviously there are some fillers here and there, but seeing Deku's or Midoriya's like journey is great. Uh, I love the other characters and her, and I like how each quirk is different than everyone else's. So I, I love how creative they went into it. Yeah. Um, but season my my favorite season of all time is season four because and that's you know, during um, overhaul and uh, you meet uh, um, you meet uh, Mirio and who's my favorite character in all of my hero academia. So. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Besides, yeah. Besides rookie but I love uh, what I love about uh, season four the most is that uh, how the story between like you see a very similarity between Deku and Mirio. They both want to save this one this one kid from constantly getting tortured by this uh, by this psycho who's who. And honestly, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say with the, say this. I side with the overhaul. What he was, what he, what he was trying to do, like uh, he was basically what he was trying to do, is uh, he's saying there's too many heroes and villains in this world, and there's there's just too many. So uh, he created, he tortured this little girl, uh, basically breaking her atom by atom, piece by piece, in order to create uh, this uh, um, bullet or this like needle that takes away a, a person's quirk permanently. And this is what uh, another thing that My Hero Academia does really well at. They yeah. really do character designs that are not necessarily the quote-unquote antagonist, the most like the anti-hero. Stain, yeah. for example. Yeah. You know, Justice for All, should it still be the way it is? And should you not do your own thing? Should you always conform to society? Overhaul, you have should we, like an X-Men mentality, should X-Men exist? Should yeah, we be all over the place with the powers that we have. Should we just have peace and not have these problems? You know, it really does take on 
that aspect as well, which I really like. Uh, yeah. it's now after the fourth season, I do want to admit that uh, it gets it kind of declines a little bit, but yeah. the decline is you know it's pretty much evident after certain events happen in the show that kind of makes you know all might to endeavor to endeavor trying to be who he is and all that stuff yeah so it, i don't uh, want to go into it like ever, that if you guys are never seen my, my hero academia please give it a watch it's it's a good one it's a good it's a good show one yeah um, it's uh what we take on american heroes if they actually became what they are exactly yeah. if everyone in the world most of the population have these powers what you gonna do with it are you going to be yeah. a regular hero, or are you going to be like a, a hero, uh, shoot, just a person with powers in some office? <laughs> yeah. You know, because even if you're not passing the hero exam, you can still be lots of different applications for the particular power. Let's say, I don't know. Oh, here you go. Let's say something as uh, minuscule as making paper. Think of the applications of that, uh, that ability. First, you can make the paper, you can sell the paper. So you have an endless supply that literally gives you free domain. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to counter the entire paper market, well, guess what? Why would they cut down the trees if they can just go to you, get cheaper paper cheaper? Mm-hmm. So just think about it that way. Something as simple as that has a big impact too. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't not have your abilities like that, but you know, it just really goes to show you which crook you have. You know, if let's say you have a body and building opponent to your power. Well, maybe you want to have bodybuilding element in a physical labor job. Maybe they'll give you more endurance and give you more aspects to in that endeavor. Uh-huh. So it really goes to show you that, you know, imagination to the beholder, how you use it. Yeah. And my favorite academia does pretty well to, well, to discuss different options, how to utilize powers. Yeah. I mean, look at Muriel. Like, his quirk was just phasing. Yeah. Like, he was able to train his body to work away, to work around it, and to make it to his, his advantage. Yeah. So, I love that. Even a regular quirk that might not seem, like, as useful, if you train it enough, you can adapt your fighting style in with that ability. Yeah. So, and also, this is any anime. If you adapt your fighting stuff with the skills that you already have then you can make your own fighting style. There's plenty of anime with unique fighting styles and characters that uses, that utilizes those techniques. Yeah. So what's the uh, next on the list? Um, another one that I really did enjoy, at least for the first season, One Punch Man. Oh, uh, yes, One Punch Man. Another parody of the heroes. You just like going in chronological order, don't you? Yeah. Um, well, what I love about One Punch Man is that the struggle that, that One Punch Man, a.k.a. Saitama, goes through. Like, he's trying to find that one opponent that he can never be with One Punch. 
And um, at the end, at the end of the season, he did find that opponent. Uh, but the, what I love about One Punch Man is just the music. I love um, Saitama's theme. As, mm-hmm. as for, I love the theme song generally. You know, just the you know, like the mm-hmm. I, I love the theme song for that one as well. Um, and like, yeah, I love his. I love everyone's design. Uh, the animation is really good. But I especially, I just love how he can just defeat his opponent with one punch. I just, I just find that hilarious. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a very, I don't, it, again, it is a kind of shonen, I think. Is it a shonen? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. so like, it is a shonen one, but it's a good kind of shonen. Like, there's yeah. no tournament arc. There's no, like, there there are villains, but again, they get they all get defeated with one punch right. because of Saitama. And so one big, uh, caliber that one punch and... My Hero Academia does. My Hero yeah. Academia is Japanese version of American Heroes. Right. One Punch Man, however, is a satire of the hero comic genre as a whole. What that means, a satire in this case, yeah. is you take one application like, say, Superman. Boom. You bring him into One Punch Man. Well, what One Punch Man would do to Superman is make everything that is Superman and actually just to degrade him as a character. Just fall down, just put him in and just rip him apart and build him back up in a way that's not Superman anymore. That's what One Punch Man does. That's the only way I can really explain it because they're making, there is a parody of the hero genre, basically. Yeah. They're acknowledging, yes, you have your heroes, but like, here's a, a entire show where the the protagonist is so overpowered that he's just trying to find a worthy opponent, and everyone else beneath him can't even compare. Yeah. Now well, that's how you I, handle a, a overpowered character. Yeah. The Saitama just has he has no motivation. He's just trying to do it. Yeah. And have these villains coming in, <laughs> as much as they each are different, they still can't face a finger to him. Yeah. He's just he's just so dead in his eyes, guys. He has again he has no, no, no He's bored. He does he's, bored, he's bored. He did all the training and still literally he's registered as a C class hero because he didn't do the work. But he's actually an S-class hero because of his abilities alone. Yeah. Just, yeah. So it really goes to show you, if you really think about it, Saitama in One Punch Man is like a a standalone show that's like more meaning than yeah. other shows. Yeah. I, like, I enjoy season one. A lot of people, a lot of people give uh, season two a lot of
Well, I mean, also, we did get, I mean, we did technically get Tormenarth, but it wasn't anything really eventful because he was just so dead, and, like, he wasn't really having that much fun, and he was just trying to figure out the, the secret, or the, you know, the, the history of uh, karate, or more martial arts, basically. So, yeah. I mean, so season two is okay, but compared to season one, you can't really beat it. So, uh, um, if you guys want to get season two a try, you can, uh, but I recommend just sticking to season one. Uh, and then just, if you guys want to read the manga, you can. Uh, yeah. Right ahead. So. And also with St. Tama, it's a nice short anime to watch. It is. Yeah. And I think each episode is like, like standalone. Like, yeah, it's like, what, like 12 episodes or something? Yeah, like. It has like a brief continuity connecting other episodes, but that's it. It's yeah. not like this overlapping story. If you miss like four episodes, you're going to miss everything. Yeah. Sometimes anime does that, and it's like, why am I watching? Why is he here? What? Yeah. That's why I tell people if you're going to try to skip it, be prepared for spoiling. They're going to mix it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one is Hunter Hunter 2011 version. And, uh, um, it's basically about a, it's basically about a story about a kid named Gon just looking for his dad. I but mean, Hunter Hunter, both of them actually just, depending which year it came out. Uh, I said 2011. That's, for me, it's the best one. True. You know, so, usually these um, enemies are. Yeah, like, so if you guys want to know the quick little history on it, it's basically about a kid named Gon who has been training day in and day out. Not like Saitama Trey, but no, he's been like, you know, uh, hiding his senses, basically trying to become, uh, uh, get ready for the hunter's license. Like, um, yeah, basically for the hunter's license. And uh, because uh, he wants to get his license in order, his hunter's license in order to go find his dad. Because that's what, that's what his dad did. Like, his yeah. dad, uh, left his family to go become a hunter at the age of 11 and they, he was able to complete his goal and now he's out there traveling the world and all their stuff so Gon basically is basically wanted to follow in as far as footsteps so and uh, you meet all these characters uh, you know you meet um uh, you meet Kigua, you meet Lorio, you meet uh, Karapika and who are basically his best friends especially Kigua and uh, just seeing, just seeing their like chemistry with which seeing Gold's chemistry with everybody is just so great and so just so much fun and just yep. like it's just so much fun. It's just yeah. a very, very fun anime to watch. There's no fillers in it whatsoever. So yeah, and also another thing with the uh, actual episodes on it, each version. Well, I mean, it's not like it's uh, Naruto and Naruto Pudi in this case. It's more like Hunter X Hunter. It was just put on hiatus and then got back after they got they resumed the anime count. Um, but 2011 was pretty good, and they also uh, 2014 version was just the continuation of the 2011. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it did really well in that particular area because the building up is always what people will go to most of the time, like Dragon Ball Naruto. All of that, they remember the first season most of the time. Even Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. Usually yeah. those are the ones that, like, hit the peak popularity. And that's where they have this, this, the old fans 
resonating with that genre. Yeah. So that's kind of where that comes into play. But with Hunter x Hunter, I really like. It's not only Gon's dynamic character development with different characters, it's also his go-lucky, carefree attitude. Yeah. He goes with the... He, doesn't really bat an eyelash when it comes to problems. If it's a problem, he deals with it. If not, he puts it off and then deals with it in another way. Yeah. And he has lots of aspirations. He wants to become an ex-hunter, ex-hunter. Well, you know, since the name. But yeah. it has like a double meaning. Hunter, ex-hunter. If you really think about it, what is he hunting for? He's hunting for in the father's footsteps to, to be a pro-hunter. And then maybe if he gets to have the hunter exam, maybe he'll have access to information to know what his father is. So it's really uh, chasing your own, making your own destiny and actually meet that final goal. Uh It's more laid back when it comes to goal setting too. Yeah. So it really makes you enjoy the show a little bit more too. Yeah. So that's why I like Hunter x Hunter. It gives that different carefree attitude that not every character has, but apparently Shodan likes to replicate a lot. Yeah. Like, I especially especially love the world building in it as well. Yeah, Yeah, the world building is really good. You don't really start seeing it more until after the Hunter exam. Yeah. It's still a really good watch. It's like, uh, I, my, a friend of mine is actually watching it right now, and he's really enjoying it. Hmm. So, I'm glad, I'm glad he is. So. Um, another, um, well, this is an anime movie, if that's allowed here. Sammy watched this. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Spirit Away. Spirit Away is really good. Yeah, like, uh, I, like, it's a Miyazaki film, aka yeah. Studio Ghibli, and, uh, like the story, like I love the the designs of each spirits. Um, I especially love the story. Like, like it's just a little girl uh, who um, I forgot what her name was, but she's voiced uh, by uh, Devane Chase, uh, who is an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing actress. She's also the voice of Lilo uh, from Lilo and Stitch, which is my favorite Disney show uh, movie of all time. But we're not here to talk about Disney, so. Uh, but uh, she does an amazing job. Just just her acting and it's a uh, and and you know again it's a she's dubbing over the subversion. Yeah. But the way but she does it so well, like she's like really following the rhythm movements perfectly well. And her acting in it is really really good. And uh, just the just the especially the animation. The animation in it is so well done. Yep. And and especially the world building is really good mm-hmm. too. So. And uh, there's two things I can say about Spirit Away. One. I got into well, I did a really interesting perspective with my hero, the hero's journey, and a film appreciation class. I did Spirit Away as that main focus, because you know the hero's journey. You had the hero going on a journey, and you had the villain along the way, beat the bad guy, overcome obstacles, etc., etc. So it actually yeah. follows that story trope. And then I also referenced in I think an episode last week. Uh, Asian Studies, Shintoism, and Japan. Okay. Uh, Spirit Away takes the folk Shinto, which is like the spirits and the deities and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's the type of 
influence the supernatural from the spirits is from the folk Shinto side of Japan. Okay. You know, folk, you know, Shinto is like folk, secular, and shrine Shinto, but this is mostly folk in that regard. Yeah. But yeah, the supernatural is really well done, and it actually makes you, makes it a really enjoyable story because now you run away. Try to get your parents back to be not pigs. And then you find out that the evildoer is actually the one you first meet. So you had to go back to them. It's just, you know, it's basically you don't judge a book by its cover. You don't know who you meet until you meet them and get to know them. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what that Spirit Away reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. You meet the... Uh, owner of the bathhouse and she's actually the antagonist in a way so yeah. if you you know it's one of the other characters you first meet and you start working in the bathhouse and not everything seems to be the way it is and you figure out why and then you try to fix it yeah so I'm a really big fan of Spirit Away have a really good connection with it and overall the animation is lovely you can't oh, yeah. really even when it remastered, you know what? I'd rather watch it in the original version than remastered. It's just something about it captures yep. that essence. Yep. I, I get that. Um, I, I love all Studio Ghibli films. You know, because yes. like, I love, like, what, what Studio Ghibli's, like, message is mostly is just about just the characters, like, the mm-hmm. characters and their story, but also about the power of nature. Like, majority of, of Ghibli films is all about nature. And, uh, and the connection that we used to have with it. Now we're basically just destroying it, and uh, it's basically what we're doing with it yeah. is wrong. And I, and like nature used to be beautiful, but look what we're doing to it now. You know, constant forest yeah. fires, like um, cutting down trees, uh, um, uh, basically as extinction of animals, yeah. like poaching and everything like that. It's messed up. And so it's it, way. And so it has a really good message yeah. saying that hey, this is what nature used to look like, and, but. Not only the appeal to nature is really high, but also moral lessons as well. Yes, yes. You know, it's the people along the way. It's the what we take for granted, or maybe we should be driving for dreams like Coco Rosso, for example, trying to be a pilot for an airplane and do stuff like that. So, Studio Ghibli, the reason why it resonates with so many people. It's because of the simple fact that it teaches, it connects to you on a personal level that other projects, know, I don't know if they do purposely, but Studio Ghibli tries to capture those Disney-esque moments in you. But it's in the anime, so it's totally different how they do it compared to Disney. Yeah. I really do love like well I mean Disney did uh, helped with majority of Studio Ghibli movies well Disney was a distributor uh, right yeah they were the distributor but they didn't have the rights yeah but they did help with the distributing and that did help sell those movies so what's what's the next one going on Uh, let's see Um, I'll say the next one will have to be hmm well, it's not really an... Well, 
I want to see it's an anime. It's more like a Western animation. No oh boy. But um, it's called the uh, Ruby R W B Y. Yeah, I love Ruby. So as the it's made by a series, it's made by a person named Monty Ulm, who sadly passed away. Um, I think like like three four years ago. And uh, Actually, no, I five, think the, five five and a half six years ago. The company um, that has access to his rooster teeth. Yes. The independent um, animation studio that uh, it's owned by Crunchyroll. So. Yes. So um, the uh, is about a character which I know it can get confusing. But uh, a character named Ruby Rose, uh, like the no, Ruby R U B W Y, not R W B Y. So I know, I know that can be confusing at times. But uh, she, she and her sister Yang, uh, Yang Xiaolong, um, yeah. basically go to a school, uh, a beacon, and meets the rest of her classmates, uh, Wei Shni and Blake Belladonna, and uh, they go on missions together and all that stuff. And the chemistry is so good. Mm -hmm. um, at first, when you first see it, the animation is kind of a little wonky at first. You're like, why is it? Why is it's this video game animation? But uh, um, again, this was from 2013, so it was an indie animation. Like he, yeah. he, he did have a team, but he mostly did the animation himself. So yeah. uh, um, so and, uh, you can tell that uh, you easy see that it's it's very very low, uh, budgety and kind of a, a little wonky at times. But it does yeah. pick itself up, so it will pick itself up yeah. as as the seasons go on. But uh, you, but as you continue with the, the seasons and the story, you realize there's something more deeper going on. Yes. And uh, um, the main, um, but the, when you uh, when you realize that the Ruby isn't really about the team itself, you know, Ruby Rose, Wesley, uh, Blake Belladonna, and Yang Shalon, but it's basically about a person named uh, um, um, Ospin. Uh, which is basically you know the Wizard of Oz, Oz yeah. Ospin. Yeah. It, it's basically similar. Yeah. And a girl named Salem, who is basically immortal. Yeah. So it so, really, you know, remember, uh, we have these hunters. They yes. are able to hunt the Grim. The Grim yeah. are creatures of dark that came from ancient times. And they mm -hmm. always prey on humans. So the hunters are the safety net for the Grim to protect the humans. Right. Well, another thing that's really interesting, go back to the animation. The animation was a video game animation, so it's like mostly 3D yeah, with yeah. CG alteration. The reason why the advantage of that animation actually can do well in this particular series, it yes, at times it can be a little weird to see it, but like when you yeah. actually go into fighting sequences, you get a lot of detail in the fighting sequences now you don't get the frame by frame like you do all traditional drawing animation yeah. but it really does shine when the in the fighting scenes you actually see the character blending and moving and seems like they're in like a feather pattern that's like I don't know doing the tango <laughs> like yeah. you really you you see details that you don't typically see in normal f anime fighting scenarios. Now, that being said, the animation, you get used to it. It's not... It ain't that bad that it's distracting. Yeah. It's really good. It's still good quality in, yeah. in what it did. Um, 
And a lot of times I like about Ruby, for example, they're like 10 to 13 minute episodes. Yeah. Sometimes they get they're, six they're minutes. Short. Yeah. They were short, but they had a lot of... It didn't feel like they had... They were that short. Like, they had a lot of detail in it. They had... Oh, the yeah, pace yeah. of the story was really well done in the limited time frame of the show. Of the episode, I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think Ruby didn't only really do, like, episodes. They did part one, part two, part three. I yeah. think. Yeah. They did different... Yeah. They did, like, a, a part. Part this, part this. Instead of chapters. Yeah. So... I liked it. It did really well for what it's meant to, what it was trying to do, and it gets a pass. So, yeah. What's next on the list? Um, again, it's another Western animation, mm-hmm. um, but it has anime aspects and such anime style to it. I'll tell us Favorite animated series. I don't care what you tell me. That's my favorite animated series. My man. That's my favorite because I, I don't know, like I don't know martial arts with the elements with the uh, Chinese elements as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind of yeah. give me a different view of the world. It was a yeah. really well good timed anime, uh, not anime, animated series. Yeah, but like, like, like yeah. I love like you easy see, you easily tell how much effort and energy they put into the show yeah for the, for the, uh, for the creators like they did they did so much research on each uh, part of the world yeah like you got the chinese yeah like chinese uh, um like um chinese like martial arts uh, like uh, um or is it japanese no it's but chinese yeah, no, but yeah it's japanese my bad japanese like uh culture yeah. they have like um uh, like northern culture they have southern culture and all this other stuff. You also have mm-hmm. Earth, like um, I'm trying to think what's Earth. Let's get Earth one. I say, I say UK, like like Ireland. I would say. Yeah. Um, I I don't really know what 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 the Earth Kingdom would be like. Yeah. But uh, like just this way they did it was really good, and they they actually studied these martial arts yeah. just to get it right, which is cool. Yeah. And the but, videography for the martial yeah, arts. Yeah. They actually hired someone to do all the different stances for the elements and the individual fight scenes. Right. They basically, like, uh, they took a karate master mm-hmm. who had to not only come up with signature moves for each different stance of each element, but also be continuously using each stance in each of the fights. So, they only had one person doing this, but this one person would be doing all the fighting uh, movements that they would animate. Yeah. So they put like vectors. So they do vector technology to basically animate it better because it actually became more authentic in the fighting sequences. Yeah. Like, so, like he, like, let's say fire, for example, fire is aggressive. Yeah. Water is more like a, like go with the flow kind of style. Mm-hmm. Earth is more um, determination, willpower, uh, yeah, brute force, and and air is all about defense. Yeah, and 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 uh, like balance and all that stuff. Yeah. So like I really love how uh, how well how much effort and like how much effort they put into it. And what I also love about After Last Airbender, no matter how many times you watch it, it still feels like you watch it for the first time. Oh yeah. 
And uh, when I was watching it, I haven't found the movie from my brother. We would watch it. I would watch it every day it came on. It was in Nicktoon in the summer. Yep. But here's the problem. I would be watching it out of order. Because each day oh, had okay. different run times of the different old episodes. Yeah. So I, I actually caught up watching it all out of order. So if it was a particular episode, I will always check when it came on if I've seen that episode. I put a reminder for it and watch it. Doesn't matter if I didn't watch it or not. I watched it. Yeah. Sometimes I recorded it and also try to do it that way too. Yeah. So I think that was so much of impact that I actually bought the disc set, the four disc set, and I actually started watching nice. that again. Nice. So I bought it for my brother's birthday, but then I also got access to it too, so I started watching it again. Yeah. And but my also my my all time favorite character in the show is Iroh. Yep. I like, like Iroh. And Rest in Peace Mako, but just the way he. I, I love Iroh so much because he he yeah. really felt like an old man. Like the way mm-hmm. he. Like, whoever wrote him, like, and wrote his lines was, you know, or he came up with yeah. his lines himself, mm-hmm. or Mako, was so memorable and just so well done. And just, like, he felt like a, a he legit felt like a role model to everybody. I don't forget, you know, he's a legacy character. He uh, was in the, the spiritual guide to Tor, Core. Yeah. So, like, he came, he, even he after his Avatar. afterlife, he's still helping the Avatar. <laughs> Exactly, yes. Oh my gosh. And, but that's in Legend of Korra. It's, yeah. it's a sequel to um, Avatar's Avenger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Funny thing with uh, Avatar, uh, I've been exploring a little bit, was what if Naruto became the bodyguard of Azula? So he gets banished from Konoha and boards a ship and he washes up in the uh, bending countries. Konoha was referred to as the elemental countries at the time. Now, has he seen the last of Kanoha? Not yet. Well, yet to be seen. But th- that's a rehearsed speech. Don't worry about that. If you watch, you you watch like thirty three videos of an Avatar and Naruto fan fiction on YouTube. You will remember it too. Yeah. I but I would really like having that. It's like, oh, well, this is a great fan fiction. This is. More better than other ones I've read. <laughs> like okay, so like for example, like I just I just looked it up, uh, but um for like um, yeah. I wrote quotes and let's get back in being really quick. Yeah. So, and I I looked at doing his voice. I do I did okay. I wrote impression. So, good times become good memories, but bad times make good lessons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you sound like him. What the heck? Yeah. No, uh, it's just I, it's like uh, um. Actually, I'm trying to find out a good one really quick. Um. <laughs> I love it. It's important to draw wisdom from many different places. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna do one more. Um. All right. Here we go. Here's here's, here's a classic. Oh, Sharing tea with a fascinating stranger is one of life's true delights. Oh gosh! So, I, I just love. I, I like. Iron Maniac over here, literally. 
Again, like guys, please, if you guys never seen Outshot Defender, it's on Netflix. Please treat yourself. Treat your it's got no treat your whole goddamn family to this amazing, yeah. amazing show. It's good for all ages. Your kids, teenagers, adults, even elderlies. Please invite your whole yeah. family and just sit down and watch it together. And it don't is forget so so good. One hundred years of a continuing war. It has that element. Yep. You know, I always wondered if it actually become more bloody, would the story still be interesting? Ooh, Avatar was one of those things like, wait a second. If it's like Berserk, I might still thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> if the, if the world building of Avatar was with the Berserk, I'll stop everything to watch it. Well, and binge watch it too and watch it again yeah again like many people think like oh my god it's a kids movie and there's like these like no it, it has a lot of psychological no, themes in it about very serious situations yeah there's, you actually do see dead bodies in this show and uh, it's you know the fan fiction was kind of like that version that I just said yeah or if it became more like teenish but more Warlike familiar because Naruto was the paragon of the Fire Nation, and the paragons controlled the Avatar state. That's yeah. that's kind of what the lore of the fanfic was, but it was so integrated into each one. It's like, huh, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, again, seriously, just go watch it, it's amazing. And let's see, I might do, I have one more, I'm trying to think. I mean, it is a bit long, and I know a lot of people may not get into it. Fairy tale. I mean, fairy tale ain't that long. No, it tells longer. No, it just yeah, it is longer. longer. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, there are some fillers into it that you yeah. that you're gonna figure out how to skip. Um, but not to he's my favorite character, and it's um, I love how crazy and like, mm-hmm. like his quotes. Like, he does get a bit annoying at times, but you do get over it. Yeah, um, imagine motion like, sickness oh, as a weakness. Emotion oh. sickness, he can't be on any vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> Gosh really dang it. Can't. So that's like, that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a morning gag that the show has, and there's a reason why um, he has emotion sickness. Yeah. So um, they do tell, they do talk about it, on um, why they have it, uh, on like why every Dragon Slayer has it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not just Natsu, but there's multiple ones. Like, yeah. there's like, what, five? No, like six or seven? Yeah, it's something. usually the second generation, first generation, third generation. Yeah. So, uh, again, it, 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 uh, you may think it's slow, but it does pick itself up, and the characters are very memorable. Um, I love the animation, I love the music. So, give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's, it's yeah. okay. And the different arcs for it, you know. Gives it to a really good lore. It drives home the uh, notion that we're a fairy tale, but we're a family. We're a family first, friends second. Yeah. And when you come here, anyone's accepted. Doesn't matter who they are, we will accept them because that's what we stand for. Yep. We are independent. You be yourself. And overall, family above else. Bonds. The power of bonds is like really intangible in that guild. Yeah. So, 
again, again, like it's a it's a good watch. Um, again, like it may feel like it's slow, but uh, I think it has like what like three, or, like two hundred episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it also um, begs the question: Does fairies actually have tails? Yeah, <laughs> we, do we don't want to answer not. that one. They never answered it. No. Yeah, they so. they mentioned it several times, but they never actually don't quote unquote answered the question. Yeah, but um, that's one of the appeals of the show. Uh, you know, you have really powerful characters. They all st- like even the villains stand out with them. Yeah, and they have all this entire backstory, which is also good too. Um, yeah, like I, 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 I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, that's his brother. Something with a Z. Zach, uh, Zinel, Zexel, no. He, yeah, something like that. And yeah. like he just wants to die. He, he's a yeah, he's cursed. Cursed. And he just yeah. wants to die. But he can't unless he has his brother with him. Yeah. So. And he's yeah. specifically made not uh, not Natsu to be. The reality into for him, so yeah, uh, I don't want to say too much because right, yeah. kind of really bridged the line. But yeah. the show is really well done into supernatural lore, uh, yeah. power based, action based sequences being drawn. They're not super drawn out. Uh, you do have battles that go like two or three episodes. But also, at the same time, not only do you have one battle to focus on, you have, like, two or three battles in one episode sometimes. Yeah. So, it makes it, when you draw it out like that, kind of gives it more variety. Yeah. So. And, yeah, I mean, I have a, and that's what I gotta say about Earth, though. Magic! So. Magic is key. How much that's magic key. you can use, and different types of magic at that. Yeah. Like, people only can use summon magic, a lot of people can use fire magic, a lot of people can use um, hypnosis magic, love magic, there's a, um, what else is there, card magic, there's a, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. Lightning. There's all kinds uh, of stuff you can do with it. Yeah, there's a lot. So. So. Um, another one that, I, I do have like a few more, if that's okay. Sure. Um, my four of them brotherhood. Like what can I say about Fallout Brotherhood? It is a masterpiece. Love, uh, I love Edwards and uh, um, his brother's story. The second episode, like it, the first episode, a lot of people say just skip it. But the second episode or the third episode, it's dark, like extremely dark, uh, and you feel really bad for her. You feel bad for the daughter. So uh, if you if you know what I'm talking about, do you ever seen Fallout Brotherhood? Yes, I have. So you know you know what I'm talking about. And Brotherhood does follow. Uh, manga better. Yes. Uh, pop, which problem with F? The original FMA is that the manga wasn't done. They kind of rushed it and went to their own OVA scenario, gave an alternate yeah, ending, did. and Brotherhood got more sales and more attention because it was closely yeah. related to the manga. That's yeah. probably the best selling point to them. I watched both of them. It was kind of weird to do that because typically I saw, I saw, I saw Fall Alchemist first. Yeah. When when it was around you know, on a tsunami. Yeah. But then my in front of my saying watch Brotherhood, watch Brotherhood, watch Brotherhood. I was like fine. So I watched it. I was like, yeah, this is way better. <laughs> I don't know. It's like different fight scenes they added. Looks done different. You know, 
you actually get more of the the storyline better. In a way, you also like the homunculi arc really changes everything. That's one of the main differences come starting and happen and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, issue by war, all that stuff, scar. You really get different perspectives of them. So, I mean, I can't yeah. complain about Brotherhood, but Brotherhood delivers. Yeah. So, um... What's your and, last uh, two? The last two, Demon Slayer. Okay. So There's not much to say about Demon Slayer. Like I say, the, I love the animation. The story is kind of kind of hit and miss. Um, but I love the chemistry between uh, Nezuko and uh, Tanjiro. Uh, I also love the, the chemistry between Zenetsu and... Uh, um, Inosuke, which is, who's, well, besides Ren Goku, Inosuke is my favorite character. So I just love how crazy he is. He's always, he's always battle ready. He's so intense. And I just love how, and he's, he's fucking beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, under that mask. So, um, um, what I was gonna say about, what I was gonna say about Demon Slayer, it's a, it's a good show. Please watch it if you haven't already. Love, I especially, you especially love the animation. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. And then lastly, which I, which I just finished watching actually t- today, I binge watched it. Ranking of Kings. Oh yeah, Ranking of Kings is a new one. So, I love Ranking of Kings. A friend of mm-hmm. mine saying, "Nick, you get, uh, Nick, please watch it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, you'll love the story. Love this, this, and this." I was like, "Fine." So I watched it, and I was like, "Okay, you're right. This is great. The animation style is nothing I've ever seen before. Like I've seen something similar to it, but nothing like this." So mm-hmm. the animation style is definitely different than any other animes you may have seen before. You may have seen, you may have seen something different, like similar, but again, nothing like this. You feel you like I cried multiple times during the story, especially for the main character Boji, because Boji is deaf and he's also um, a mute, so he can't yeah. speak. Like he makes sounds, but he can't speak uh, like an actual sentence. So um, and like he, you feel bad for him because he's not strong like his brother. Like he's not strong. He he's a weakling. He like people just feel like yeah, he's people think he's a weakling, you know. Like but at but at times you see that he does have strength inside of him. So he's a very he's very good at defensive. Like he's extremely fast when it comes to defense and everything like that. So but when it comes to offense, he can't really defend himself until yeah, pretty much. until later later in the show. So uh, I would say just give Ray and Kings a chance. Please watch it. I cried multiple times during it. It's great. Yeah, Lincoln and Kings is uh one of the newer anime this year that been kind of been popping and popular in 2021. So it's a good, nice watch. Uh, even though you know, country yeah. and country Royal anime rewards has it high in some areas. I think it has a good potential. It has a good chance to maybe turn up more fans. So, uh, this concludes, uh, Nick's anime watch list in some capacity. You know, two honorable mentions, not anime, but still relevant. Um, keep in mind that he, this is what he does, this is what he breathes. Support him on YouTube, watch the blind reaction videos of him doing different things, Twitter, all that. You know, where can they find you? Yeah, so again, guys, if you want to see um, my social media, again, my name is Nick, aka Zombie Killer. And it's, uh, you know, Zombie and then KI11ER451. 
And if you guys want to my channel and you go to my go to the about me section, you can see all the links to my uh, Discord, uh, to my Discord, to my uh, Twitch, and also to my Twitter. If you guys want to check me out and follow me, go right ahead. Um, I'm just doing YouTube and Twitch as a hobby. So, um, yeah. but again, if you guys want to say just say hi, come on down, say hi. We can do whatever. I can. I'm not, I'm not telling you what you guys have to do. It's your, it's your, you know, your life. You can do whatever you want. Um, but I just go with the flow. If you guys want to subscribe, that'd be awesome. But again, if you want, if you want to, that's cool. But again, thank you so much, MC uh, MA, for having me. And this is my first podcast ever. This is like my first ever being a part of a podcast. So it felt very, um, it was definitely memorable. I feel very honored. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was really good to have you. And now, uh, before we conclude this episode, I want to thank Nick for being here today. And. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Ahot Music, uh, and also Amazon, Amazon Music as well. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Mason Kalan, M-A-I-S-O-N-C-O-L-L-A-W-N. Also, Blog MC Anime at Blog MC Anime, B-L-O-G, capital M, capital C, capital A, N-I-M-E. That's where you can find us. Don't forget to support us on Patreon with Enjoy the Fellow MC Animator community where you can vote, upload, give suggest ideas, give cover art, and also maybe even be a guest on the show. So stay tuned. We have more MC Anime con- content coming up. And don't forget, website's coming out soon, so we're going to have that launching pretty soon as well. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for being here. You were really a blast. And maybe they discover a little bit more about yourself and your anime taste. All right. Thank you. Enjoy, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys.